comes here 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 comes he's been recording yeah i've been recording for the last like 10 minutes oh well fuck me then hey Hey hey. So you're gonna, you're gonna hey, hey. Hey, hey. Ho, huh? ho. The oh. turn, the turn has got to go. Hey, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I got your money. Don't you worry. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hoo, hoo. Hee, hee, hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh, my God. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of the simmering podcast featuring the ramen raiders starring yours truly myself mr fully wolf as always your host with the most uh of course joined by impressive editor-in-chief yelp uh we've got mr twitch.tv forward slash merrick uh yokoso a uh joined by innate ability yo 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 Ooh, Mr. Gundam Builder himself. (laughs) 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 And returning for her second podcast, coming off of a great Disneyland trip. Everybody give it up once again for Yesenia. Happy birthday. Yay. (laughs) It's it's November. (laughs) It's like a whole ass week later. It's it's November. Yeah, the birth month. The birth month is over. Yeah. 12 months to go, or 11 months yeah. to go now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're here. It's Saturday. We're all made it through another week. Hallelujah. Uh, big mm-hmm. things happening in the Ramen Raiders. Big things uh, Big things planned for December. I don't know if we're doing a Thanksgiving event stream or get-together or something or other, but who knows? Content will be on the way to round out the rest of the year for November and especially December. But until then, we're on episode 15 of the Simmering Podcast. Oh my god, it's 15 already? 15 already. Holy moly. Yeah, man. It's been a long time coming. Yo, quick shout out to the listeners. You know, without you guys, uh, we wouldn't be here. Yes. We wouldn't make it to 15. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we would have still kept going if we were at zero listeners. But, uh, you know, for those of you who are sticking it out through these episodes, yo, yo, props to you, you know. Yes, thank you. Much appreciated to all the listeners. We appreciate you. Snap it up. Clap it up for yourselves. I don't know if you can hear me snapping, but it's, I'm, trust me, I'm doing it. Yeah, I can hear you snapping. Okay, cool. I can't even... Not picking up on the mic. It's all right. Uh, you'll probably hear it. You probably hear it back when this gets uploaded. Oh my God, mine's not picking up. No, my. You're furiously snapping over there. I did. Well, I'm, I'm like clapping. I think. Do I have to talk and clap? You might have to. Discord's got like that really good noise suppression. It doesn't pick up anything other than like your voice. Uh, sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's great. But... You want to know what else sucks? The Pokemon games. Next topic, guys. We're done here. <laughs> wow. Wait, you, no, wait, 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 just, wait, wait, wait. Is that factual? You don't like the Pokemon games? No, I'm just, I'm just stirring, stirring. Oh, the pot. you're, 
You're just segueing in a really facetious way. Yeah. Ooh, oh, wow. he's using the word. I know American spell it. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Look at him. He's like, don't ask me. Right? Did I endorse the wrong person? <laughs> I, 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 I probably could, but I, I'm not going to embarrass myself on the pod. Uh, mm. And I won't, I won't uh, embarrass you. So we're we're gonna keep that. We're gonna we're gonna table that for right now. We're gonna table that that spelling bee. Uh, but yo, yeah. spelling bee this month. We should do that. Jeez, oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, no. The only thing we're gonna get out of that is we're all illiterate. That's it. <laughs> just don't just don't pick any words that are salacious. <laughs> salacious. I yeah. Why did you, did you learn that one today? Um, no, I've, I've been, I've been ruminating on that one for a while. Ruminating. Wait, hold, hold on. Yeah, man, I mean, I know, I know words. You okay with America? You having troubles? Oh, nothing. I was just, I was trying okay. to see if I can open a window. Oh, okay, for... okay. But, no, uh, it, this is, it's, it's a question that's been on a couple of our minds the past couple weeks, ever since it got mentioned in our board, uh, question I, I was i was there when it got put up there so if you want me to explain it i can kind of give you a little insight of what happened that night yeah uh we're we're here to answer a, a simple question uh is pokemon is pokemon an rpg merrick and since, <laughs> you, since since you know the origin story uh you know the lore of this this question Start, okay. start us off. What's going on? So what had happened was uh, one night Rex and I were just kind of hanging out in the Discord. And um, let me see if I still got the DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Rex and I were hanging out in the Discord. And he kind of, it was quiet. And then he goes, hey, Merrick, I have a question for you. And I was like, um, yeah, what's up? And he goes, do you, do you think Pokemon is a JRPG? That was like, yeah, what? And he goes, well, there's an entire like thing talks about. Oh shit, I broke something. There's just, <laughs> I hear, did you guys hear that? I heard something. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's water all over the floor. Anyways, oh, um, clean it. Uh, shut up. Shut up. There's uh, <laughs> there's I'm talking. There's um, there's a there's a thing there's a thing on the internet talking about how uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Pokemon challenges on Twitter talked about how. Pokemon isn't a JRPG, um, and it goes on to say like uh, it, it. If Pokemon's a JRPG, then you should probably think about how you play other games as well, because wouldn't definitely wouldn't technically Dark Souls be considered a JRPG in the same way or stuff like that? And they're like the hottest take that they have is that JRPGs aren't made in Japan. I was like, what is happening? What? <laughs> He's yeah, he uh they go on to say my hottest take is that there are JRPGs that are not made in Japan. Which That's so stupid. I was listening to Rex talk about it and I read this uh. stuff and I was like, I'm so sick. And I got so pissed. Like Rex was like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna put it down on the podcast. I, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna let everyone talk about it and see how they feel about it. Because I started ranting so much that he was like, This is a podcast discussion. Um 
But I'm gonna let everyone else talk before I say my piece because I've been holding on to it for like a week. Okay. I can I can see. Well, I mean, it's the internet. They they give the most like uh, one dimensional takes with the whole. If it's not a JRP, it's not a JRPG. If it's not made in Japan, that's like the whole. It's not anime. If it's not made in Japan, debate like that's kind of silly. Um, uh, as for it being a JRPG, uh, I would. Wait. I would probably say it is one, but not in the traditional sense of how other you have J, other JRPGs like Final Fantasy or Nino Kuni or stuff like that. Like it's not, it's not played the same. Though, like I don't know, it's 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 it's, it's kind of difficult to really say. Cause I mean, yeah, you've got you've got you know typical RPG elements like stat upgrade, stat up. I can't talk stat upgrades. Rest uh, in peace. Hidden stats, all that kind of stuff. Um, they just go about it differently. I don't know if that if if that makes sense. I don't know. Like I don't play enough JRPGs or Pokemon to you know formulate like. A coherent opinion but like i can i can see kind of both sides of the argument i guess very true also uh real quick quick time out uh we've got being joined by nick deno nicky boy all right good Hello? talk <laughs> <laughs> good talk he's still probably he's still probably just setting up getting ready uh ah. nicky if you can hear us uh you can jo- jump in whenever you're ready man uh we're just talking about good old pokemon at the moment but yeah that's that's my two cents so far on the matter i don't know if i'm sure Rick, ace and nate have something to say probably nate you can go first um uh, okay um i'll be honest i don't have a whole lot of knowledge on jrpgs because um i i, I don't i don't think i do i mean you have Nino Kuni downloaded i do i do but um i don't really like I haven't played that in like years at this point. Um, that's like one of like maybe two games that I've played that are JRPGs, mm. and I am going to consider Pokemon in a JRPG. You know, Hearts um, not count as a JRPG. I I don't know because like that one it feels more like I like I don't really look at the stats. Um, any, any Final Fantasy that doesn't make it any. No. Just because you don't look at the stats doesn't make it any yeah. less of an RPG. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I just I don't know. Um, I also kind of hate Kingdom Hearts now. Um, uh, that's that's for anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just casually drops that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's 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 yeah. I just I have anyway. That's that's another topic for another time. Um, I I want to consider Pokemon a JRPG, and it's it's all like I was a little confused by what like Dean was talking about with the like the anime is like if it's it's not anime if it's not like you heard i saw you look i saw you make a face too merrick i saw you make a face and i saw you react you're muted i don't even know what's going on i'm not muted i'm just oh you're not you're silent okay um because like i wait can i get some clarification on that i just want to make sure that we're on the same page wait so like uh dean Hmm? are you saying that like anime can be something that's outside of Japan, like something can be classified as an anime that's not in Japan. Yeah, Avatar: The Last Airbender is an anime. Kolioko is an anime. Those weren't made in Japan. I 
don't agree. Yeah, technically they're animations. But like, isn't anime just like a Japanese term for? Uh, well, I guess it's it's short for animation. Is it not? Yeah, right. I guess yeah, you're right. And they and and Avatar and Kolioko follow the same rules and principles of an anime. They have through storylines. They have story arcs. Uh, Avatar more so than Kolioko. But yeah, let's just take Avatar mm. for example. It has the same properties of an anime that you watch, you know, weekly. You know, like what's the difference between Avatar and Dragon Ball? They they follow mm-hmm. storylines, story arcs, character mm-hmm. growth, character development, recurring characters, all that stuff. You know, I don't see what the difference is. If you really, if so- you really boil it down to just its properties and structure, they're they're the same thing. One just happens to be made in the West. You know, I have the mean? perfect example for this, but I'll let you. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. That was my that was my my hot not hot take, but that was my take on that. Like, yeah, they're the same thing. Yeah. Um, okay. my take on it is that the only thing that would make people clap this we're off top we're far off topic here, but the uh the thing that would I guess that a lot of people would classify as anime is if it's animated in Japan, right? Like you said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 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 series itself doesn't necessarily have to be from Japan. And my best example of this is the one that came out this year, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. That is mm, an American yeah. series, but uh, it's just animated by a Japanese studio, one of the best in the game right now, but. We still consider it anime because it's made by a Japanese studio. So what are we doing here? Yeah, at that point, we're just arguing semantics. Mm. It's okay. all animated, cartoony, whatever. But like, I I want to say it's kind of the same for JRPGs. I do consider Pokemon a JRPG, but like, like you said, not really in the traditional sense. Yeah, it's like a different. It's like its own thing almost. You it's know? like a. It, you might as well just like take the easy way out and just call it like a subgenre or something. Like, yeah, mm. but it has, well, it depends on person to person, which you consider a JRPG in the first place. But, um, <clears throat> if we're going off the, the stuff that a lot of people would say about skill trees, you know, leveling up, uh, story, uh, just fight mechanics I, or game mechanics. Yeah. Like I was going to say like in, in battle mechanics, like, you know, types and all that. I know types is a. Types and elements is a common thing amongst uh, JRPGs. Um, damage calculation, like it, it fits the criteria. So I don't see, mm-hmm. unless someone can present something that I don't know about, I don't see why you wouldn't consider it a JRPG. It's just for kids. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's my take on it. Yeah, Nate, were you done? Actually, I mean, I don't know. I know we got off really off tangent. Yeah, no, no. I know, no, so I know you were you were uh, just you you had a thing about anime and all that. Yeah, kind I was of just stuff. yeah. I just wanted to I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. honestly, like after yeah, you talking about it, like I would agree. Um, but I yeah, like I do still consider Pokemon a JRPG just because of yeah, like what like you guys have said, like it's still got all like the core like elements of it being a JRPG. So I don't see why we couldn't. Um, but like, I guess that also kind of like, um, the person that brought up, uh, was it, um, Dark Souls being in a JRPG? Um, that might be like a separate thing, but would we also consider it a JRPG at that point? Personally? No. Mm, 
I don't know about Dark Souls. I consider it a more like a action game. Hmm. Because you're not playing Dark Souls for the story necessarily. It's a Souls like. Yeah, it's a Souls game. You know what a Souls hmm. game is. You play it, you die, you learn, and keep fighting <laughs> until you learn all the patterns. It. <laughs> okay. So would you say that it just has JRPG elements in it? Like you can say that about a lot of games, though. Yeah. So yeah. like, where do we stop? Well, well, the only the only reason the only reason Dark Souls and all their Souls like anything from from software gets brought up is because isn't from from Japan. There, yeah, that's a Japanese developer, mm-hmm. I believe. That's the only reason, and that's that's the only reason this argument is is a thing is because people focus a lot on the the word Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay, I see. And by people, we're talking about stupid Americans. <laughs> well, it goes both ways in the argument. Like at this point, we're just we're just like you said, we're just arguing semantics over not just because a game is made in Japan, it's like it's a J whatever. Like, well, that's 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 what I'm saying. Yeah, the, I don't. The, the counter argument I'm making is you're also bringing it up. Yeah, because like I don't want to mm-hmm. sit here and be like, yeah, it's a Dark Souls is a JRPG, though it's like not <laughs> at the same time. It's like yeah, like the Souls games are they're they're its own thing. Like that's like that's like a whole new genre that that just recently sprouted up and stuff, and they've got like so many uh, no. clones and all that shit. It's fucking gosh. Okay. I don't know. I, I just think that that question, the the original question was like, uh, "Is Pokemon a, a JRPG?" Was that posed by like a Pokemon fan or? Yeah. Hmm. It was posed by a Pokemon, and they said that if you're if, if you think Pokemon's a JRPG, you need to rethink you, your oh, perception you, of the franchise. What was their argument though? What did they uh, in in favor of against it? I guess they their main. Their first argument was if you take Pokemon uh, and recommend it to other fans of other JRPGs, do you think that Pokemon and these other JRPGs are similar and that they would enjoy this game? Uh, and they brought up things like Persona, Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, Temtem, things like that. Or And then they, 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 they said reverse that. Like, would you recommend Final Fantasy or Temtem to like uh, um, a Pokemon fan? You know, mm-hmm. and then they were like, you know, uh, and then, you know, the, their main thing was like, it's a, it's totally widely different. So it's not a JRPG. I think it's just the age group thing. It's a different audience for all of those franchises. I think, I think it's, uh, racist. I think it's I, I, it's not racist I think it's just unnecessarily separating fan bases yeah I I can okay. I can see where you're coming from okay here's my here's, I can okay, also here's, see here's, the, the age group thing being a big factor in it also but yeah yeah, my 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 little tidbit, my little tidbit, is that Pokemon should and will fall under the JRPG category, not because it originated in Japan, but because it follows the actual JRPG style. JRPG style. It is pretty much a JRPG. It follows random encounters. Right. Um. It 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 literally follows the role playing game systematic with a storyline and things like that. And it does feature like 
uh, somewhat of a, a manga anime-esque art style. You know, um, and that's that's those are the the really, and again, it's a very sh- short and shallow uh, description because I couldn't dive deep enough into the JRPG genre, but it it literally just it checks all the boxes. Yeah, exactly, and and that goes back to my anime argument. If it checks all the boxes, why would it not be considered an anime or a JRPG just because of where it was made? You know, mm-hmm. that's just you know that's just you're you're. You're just uh what's what's the word gatekeeping at that point for no reason. That's true. Yeah. Uh real quick, let's try this. Take two. Here we go. Everybody, welcome in Nick Dano. We're trying. Oh, we've got man. we've got video. This man chilling. We've got video. We've got nostrils. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Yo, what's Yo, good? Like, I was waiting for I was waiting for the for the break in the action to bring you on in here. Yeah, I was um like I said, I was gonna hop on once I got to Sam's house, but when I got to Sam's house and I called her, uh she didn't answer her phone, so I was just chilling in my car outside and I was trying to set up in my car. Oh. <laughs> but uh, once I set up in my car, she called me. So now I'm inside. No, it's all Welcome. good. I know I know you guys uh you guys got your gonna go watch uh, One Piece today. Oh yep. Yeah, yeah. But uh I don't know. Uh I don't know if you were here or uh could gauge on what we were talking about. The question was is po- do you consider Pokemon a JRPG? I don't know if you have much Pokemon experience or JRPG experience. Uh JR So Japanese role playing game? Yeah, like Final um, Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, uh Nino Kuni, things like that. I mean, I I think it's more of a where the game was made. I mean, cuz I mean, because would you consider a game made in America, um, like a, a regular role-playing game, cons- would it be considered, would it check, would it check the boxes of a JRPG? Would if, it if it was made only in be considered, yeah, would it only be considered a JRPG if it was made in Japan, or what's the argument? Uh, the, the main argument is um, that, actually, how do I boil this down? Uh the main argument is that is Pokemon a JRPG, but really what it boils down to is what does it mean to be a JRPG versus a regular RPG versus any other game in the world for that matter. Oh, I think I mean in in my opinion, I think it it's simple as is simple as if it was if the game originated in Japan, right? With that, well, because I don't have a lot of um, experience with JRPGs, but that's my opinion. So, actually, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. I'm going to use this opportunity. Right, right, right. <clears throat> so, how, how many Pokemon... Have you played any Pokemon games, Nikki? Yeah, I played a bunch. You played a bunch, right? And it, it, you, you... Let's... What, from, like, red on or, like... Oh, yeah. My first one was, like, blue. And that was on the Game Boy Color. Oh, you were blue. Never mind. I don't want to talk to him. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Nikki. my boy. <laughs> Okay. Um okay, no this is perfect. This is perfect. So you take Pokémon, right? Mm. And mm. you you pretty much liked them as a kid, right? You grew up on them, you're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I love these." Oh yeah, I love them. Um who is your favorite Gen 2? I thought it Nice. So, okay. So with that knowledge, right? 
I'm gonna sit here and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, yo, uh, how do you feel about you like Kingdom Hearts? You love Kingdom Hearts. You play Pokemon, you love Kingdom Hearts, right? I mean, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts, but I can see the similarities because if it's like, I wouldn't say combat mode or whatever, or like um how the combat is, but I can see it being comparable. But um, yeah, I mean, if I did give it a shot, I would like Kingdom Hearts just because I like Pokemon. Wow. Okay. Nice. Because it follows that. Okay. What about what about what about uh? You ever you ever play Final Fantasy Ten? That shit's good. You yo if you if you played Pokemon, you'd love Final Fantasy Ten. I've dipped into it a little bit, but I didn't complete the game. But um, I see the trend here. Like yeah, I guess you would consider um just because of all the similarities and like um like I said the 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 elements of the game. I think you. I'm wait. Sorry. What was the argument? Are people not considering Pokemon as a JRPG? Is yeah, so the... so Rex Rex and I were talking one day, and he he showed me something, and it literally this guy literally goes on to say that if you think Pokemon's a JRPG, you have a poor understanding of how games work, and like categories what? and language in general. That's and so weird. he was like, the fan bases from JRPGs and Pokemon are com- widely completely different, and and oh. and so I was like, my my first thing was wrong second my second thing was it's like it it shouldn't I, I, now the more i'm talking about it with you guys the more i'm like you know what it actually doesn't matter <laughs> because i like pokemon but i also like playing apex i like pokemon but i also like playing overwatch you know what i mean it's like i don't i don't think it doesn't fall in the jrpg category but also the 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 list goes on to say that uh Dark Souls is a JRPG, and that. Uh, uh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Dark Souls is considered JRPG. They're they're trying to use the the a logic to to oh, go down exactly. that road. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that, that's the that's the dangers that's the dangers of of making like that claim that like oh yeah if it's made in Japan, uh, but it's also like. Dark Souls isn't isn't an RPG. It's like a Souls like. It's it Souls like has defined itself as a genre. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it has defined itself as like a format in in today's games. Because for some reason, every new gamer is like a glutton for punishment now. That's why. Want to be stepped. That's just why I play Cuphead. <laughs> I think it just boils down to, um, how deep mechanics go like i consider pokemon a jrpg but it's like the most casual one out of all of them it's yeah. like the gateway into the genre yes yeah, and i think that's why people don't really like it because it's so bare bones compared to like final fantasy or whatever yeah it's still also technically uh a turn-based whereas like a lot of jrpgs are moving to the action rpg like section of it even pokemon is doing it to an extent you can actually run around and catch them now this is true. This is true. So, like, what are we? Ta- uh, never mind. <laughs> what are we even doing here, bro? It just—it's just evolution over time. Everything from back then started off on a two D space. That's just how it was. They're all just boom. Final Fantasy did it. If you—if you showed me—if you—if you didn't play games as a child, right, and you showed someone a picture 
between Pokemon Blue, right, and like po- and Final Fantasy VII, OG Final Fantasy VII, or Chrono Trigger. That's a better example. And you told me, and you asked me, do you think these are similar games? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Just based off how they look and how yeah. the characters yeah, look, true. like, you know, animate yeah. and how they move on this... 2D space or whatever, they're gonna you're gonna say they're they're similar. They have to be. I just think the OG considered JRPG games, they the I think the way they look evolutionized much faster as compared to the Pokemon games. I think because Nintendo is uh stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think that's what that's why people can't see the similarity just because the the quote unquote JRPG games they just look so um, I don't know. Like, they look much more complicated compared to Pokemon games, and that's why people aren't considering Pokemon as a JRPG because Pokemon has been, you know, like two D for the longest time, and they're just now stepping into like what JRPGs now look like with the the open world type of thing. But I mean, th- this argument's kind of it's just <laughs> kind of like it's all over the place, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah, over it's, the place. I, very... I, I guess it just depends on how you want to see it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a slippery slope. I think people like poising these questions just to stir up trouble and to oh, also yeah. kind of reaffirm their beliefs with the people on the internet. Like, see, mm-hmm. see, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but nah, yeah. Uh, fucking Pokemon is what it is. You know, half, it's, it's a children's game. Uh, let's just leave it at oh, that. It should just be its own genre. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. At this point, it almost is. Let's be real. But it's like this game, but not quite. So <laughs> therefore, it's this game. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that's right. Peter had a field day with Pokemon for the longest time. It was great. It made it made a Pokemon game. Yeah, they did, and it was wild. <laughs> I remember I played that shit and I was like, "Yo, this is lit." <laughs> didn't the, didn't their game cause more of a controversy than Pokemon did? Yeah, they like killed humans. I think. Oh. Speaking of killing, oh my god, guys, rest in peace to one of the greatest Flash game websites on the internet, Mini Clip. Rest in like peace. That? I like that segue. Hey, thanks. I like you too. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for setting me up for that alley. You. I got you. Man, but yeah, rest in peace to Mini Clip, man. One of the last uh, remnants of the Flash games on the internet, man. Back in the day, I don't know if you guys ever did this, whenever you guys uh, hopped on the computers at like uh, at school, like high school and middle school or whatever, oh. and just try to find uh, a Flash game website that wasn't banned, and you just... <laughs> And you just be on that shit for hours playing God knows what you could find. Because mm-hmm. I remember fucking playing eight ball pool on mini clip for like the longest time. I used to, I used to, I discovered uh, Club Penguin through mini clip. Oh, Club, oh, Penguin, Club Penguin was definitely a time. Also, that's a throwback. And like that got shut down. I think earlier this year, I believe too. Actually. I shut down a while ago, and then I think reopened, and yeah, then got it, shut down again. Yeah, yeah like re came back for like a little while. I think it was like third party people brought it back or something, and then yeah, yeah. They shut it down again. Club Penguin also broke my heart when that when that uh, when that shut down. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> like remnants of your childhood just disappearing. Yeah, piece one, by piece. 
one by one, man. I'm like, ugh. Club Penguin is the reason I say why the fuck ain't y'all laughing. Because so, of all the Club Wait, Penguin memes. There's so many Club Penguin memes. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> and, think that and, one specifically I remember. Yeah, and then there, there was one where it was like, why the fuck ain't y'all laughing? Yeah, <laughs> I got banned for saying a bad word. I think that's my actual favorite Club Penguin meme. Why the fuck ain't y'all laughing? <laughs> 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 oh, my God, man. But, yeah, dude, like, clip, mini clip really was like a bastion for just flash games all those browser games you could play for like you know five ten minutes much like how you could hop on like cartoonnetwork.com and you know play what play all their games and nick.com and all that stuff like like newgrounds but yeah, less yeah, degenerate yeah yeah exactly like <laughs> like uh, newgrounds uh pg yeah yeah New- mini clip was reputable unlike newgrounds <laughs> so mini clip was cartoon network and newgrounds is adult swim yes exactly that's right. true it's like Got the it. perfect analogy for that uh, and I remember, like now that I'm th- now that I'm talking about it, I had like a stable of uh, uh, flash game websites that I would go to as a kid, even on, like even at home. It'd be like Mini Clip, uh, like ABC Arcade, or something. That was a plan. There was one thing, uh, like uh, looping back to what you said about like being in school and trying to find a site that's not blocked by the servers. Mm-hmm. There was this thing that I think me and Josh used to go on, like one, two, three math games or something. That sounds, fam- like that. that sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, it was the closest thing we could have gotten to like playing something in class because that was the only thing that was accessible. And I had just some, I had some like games that like got us through the class, but it wasn't anything compared to MiniClip because MiniClip was just like a Fucking a buttload of goaded high quality games. Yeah, I do remember some some of those education edu- I put educational in quotes. Some of those educational websites they would make us go to and like play like math games or reading games or whatever the fuck i thought it was hot shit playing those i'll tell you that man right i'm so fucking smart bro i i do have something but it's unrelated but kind of related so i'll save it for the end of the segment okay man that's yeah man flash and flash games are, are starting to go away now because i don't think shockwave is supported uh yeah, on like it- modern modern os's anymore i think they yeah. got, and Shockwave it, got shut down and all that stuff and is yeah, it getting good. gutted too yeah java's not a yeah. thing anymore yeah. barely yeah it, the reason why flash got shut down was because it was like a like a huge vulnerability right i don't like i don't that. remember why i don't remember I don't know, actually it, it, it i know what happened to like i mean like three or four years ago probably maybe more recent than that i'm not sure but i know what happened quite a while ago and I just remember, like, damn, bro, they're shutting down Flash? Like, that's crazy. Like, there's, like, a whole section yeah. of the internet dedicated to browser mini games and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they I'm sure they still exist, but they're not going to be as prominent now. Like, all those, yeah. all those Flash game websites, you know, I, a lot of those games are old. Like, really old. Yeah. Like, so, like, all those are just gone now. And you know the thing that always blew my, blew my mind about those games is that someone had to make those. Like, no matter how yeah. simple or complicated they were. Like, I don't know if you guys ever played this game called Fancy Pants. <laughs> oh, the, the guy measure. with the orange pants? Yeah, yeah the he, had the, he had the... Or, he had the stick figure. He had orange pants. Yeah. He had the spiky hair. The coiffed yeah, hair. Yeah, and he would It was like a Sonic ripoff, but it was a really good Sonic ripoff. Like, that game was actually yeah, legitimately dude, good. The frames and the, the camera work on that game were yeah. just so smooth oh and my. buttery. Yes, dude, I don't know how the hell they made that. And fun fact, that game got picked up by EA 
and they made oh. a they made a whole new game and put it on like the Xbox Arcade in like two thousand like nine or something. And I That's and I name. and I have it. I still have it. And I, I don't What's know. What's it called? It's called fancy. It's called the Fancy Pants oh. Adventures. And I think That's in a few cool. of the in a few of the levels, uh, you can actually play like the first two games that came out uh, on like Shockwave or on Flash. They put those in the game. And, and it, but the, the game that put out by EA is like a brand new, brand new adventure, like a brand new game and everything. It's actually like really good. Man, that just brought me. I, I, I used to also play uh, uh, Super Smash Flash. Which Bro, is, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, okay. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but me, Teddy, and Josh, and a whole bunch of other homies would play that in, uh, in our Gov class. What? And, uh, yeah, it would be like uh, like the whole. How many players could it play? Like f- four, right? Four. four. I think four or like six four. or something like that. Yeah, but we all of us would have all hands on deck on, on the, the on the keyboard. Yep. <laughs> you and it would be so fun, dude. Like that was the closest thing you could get uh, to have Goku in a Smash Bros. game. Yeah, so it's super fun. That was that was when Sora was in the game before it was official. And browser mini games oh, yeah. really was a time on the internet as a kid. Now that that whole that and and it kind of makes sense for Flash to go away because that whole market is like kind of gone now. Like kids now are on iPads and iPhones and mobile games and Xbox and PC and this and that. They don't they they're not on miniclip.com anymore. I don't even know how a lot of those websites stayed up if I'm being completely honest with you. Cuz by I, donations maybe. That and I feel like all of our generation and you know above us basically we're still on them you know what i mean yeah we were on them for a good while even then then we started having kids and getting married and becoming adults and yeah i remember (laughs) (laughs) i remember as recently as maybe like up to like last year or like maybe 2020 i would every maybe like once every like six months i would just oh i wonder i wonder if this website is still up like an old flash game website i would just type it in in the browser and just see if it was still up or see if people were still uploading games and one of them was still up but it had it hadn't been touched in like god knows how long like a new game hasn't been uploaded for like months or years and <laughs> like geez man this site is a remnant of itself you know and like a lot of the games were broken you couldn't play them anymore but the domain you could you could still go to the domain which is cool i guess and i was like all right this site is just sitting here now i don't know why I don't know. Whoever is paying for this website, it probably doesn't even know they're paying for it at this point. Yeah, flash games. What a what a fucking uh, what a time on the internet, guys. Fuck. Was it was it y'all that would play that one like hotel game? It was like a horror, like scary hotel game. You could only play within certain hours. Hotel sixty six. Yeah. Oh my god. That's dude, the one where they call you, right? That's the one where they call you. They that's call the one you? where yeah. they call you. Yeah, that's yeah. terrifying. Like on your phone. But that's why. But that's why it closed down because it's a security breach. Technically, it's a breach of privacy. <laughs> yeah. That was like one of my that first memories scary. of like hanging out with y'all. It was like playing that game. That shit was so scary, bro. <laughs> Wait, when did you guys play that? Oh, back back then, back back then. Like back back back. back oh in the day. God. Shit. I've never heard of this. Yeah, you play like yeah. an interactive scary game and then um it's like a puzzle in some way too and then uh you get to the point where the end of the game uh 
there's a mini game where you have to input a code, I think. And then mm -hmm. in order to get the code, you have to put in your phone number and then it'll tell you when it calls you. Oh my god. Damn. Yeah. That's the only way you'll beat the game. <laughs> oh wow, what the hell? Yeah, that shit was a trip. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that game. And the game is only unlocked when it's like 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Through yep. night, I think. That's like, oh, you can That's, only, you that's the only time it. you'll be able to play it. Otherwise, it'll be locked. Oh, wow. Where where would you play this at? Like, oh, I think it had it? its own website. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like its own website. website. Mm. Interesting. I, th I think it ha also had a sequel called Asylum 66 or some shit like that. <laughs> Same premise. Hmm. That's fucking cool. What a game that calls you. That that is like the pinnacle of flash games for me personally. Uh, do you guys remember the little stick figures fighting things? Oh, dude, those... I used to have yes! those. I used to have those GIF images on my MySpace, like all over my bio, of those <laughs> little things trying to get out of the box. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're trying to get out of the box. Oh, you mean animation versus animator? That type oh, of shit? dude, that yeah, it basically yeah, it was basically so that. Good. But it's a but it's a game. Yeah, yeah, it's like all stick figures and stuff. And I remember even on like Newgrounds and stuff, they would just be like video, like a two three minute video of like the stick figure just fighting everyone off like fucking kung fu style, uh, like before. a royale. Yeah, 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 like like John Woo before or John Wick before John Wick. You know, it just it be. I remember one specifically it was like a house. And then he had like multiple floors, and then they just keep running upstairs and running downstairs, and he'd just be fighting everybody off with guns and nunchucks and knives and shit. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there was another version of it where it's like you get to choose your weapon and like kill the other stick figure however you wanted. Like I think I know I've seen that one too. That one was my favorite. I think I actually know the one you're talking about because I remember I used to play the fuck out of that as a kid. I'd be like, "Give me this gun." I'm yeah, I think I do too. Man, since since we're staying on the topic of killing, guys, we need to pour another one out. I got water right here. Hold on. I got water oh, right man. here. We're going to pour it out. I'm Wild. Not, I'm not pouring it out because <laughs> uh, I'm thirsty. But we've, we're going to pour it out uh, for our friends over at G4 again because they're, oh, they're dead again. <laughs> they <laughs> didn't even make it the year. Wow. That's so crazy because you know, like... Some the, some of the them were on vacation when they found out. Did you know that? Yeah, that's yeah. They were like yeah, half of, half of them were on like like a trips, and then they were like, "Well, we just found out we just got mm -hmm. fired or lost our jobs." Yeah. yeah, they didn't even get like a confirmation like officially. They just found out through like third party sources. A lot of them just found out laid off. Yeah, it was the fucking nuttiest thing. It just all of us. I thought it was a prank at first when I first heard it. I was like, why is G4 trending on, on Twitter again? I was like, oh, maybe someone maybe someone said something controversial again. And then, nope. The first thing I see was like, G4 shut down effective immediately by Comcast or whoever the parent company is. And I was like, oh, are you serious? Bro, they didn't even make it. They made it like 11 months. They didn't even make it a full year. Because I know like a few months ago, they, they did, you know, quote unquote budget cuts. And they like laid off a bunch of people, and they cut a lot of their programming, and all that stuff, just to you know save money and try to recoup some money that they invested in this thing. Because I guess that the entire time they were running, they were like losing money. They were hemorrhaging money the entire time with their hosts and production and all that kind of stuff. And they cut costs, 
uh, as any business does. You know, they fire people, lay people off, cut back on some productions, all that kind of stuff. And that's that's pretty typical. But then I guess they were they weren't making they were like that deep in the gutter that they just were like, yeah, this isn't sustainable. This isn't viable. So yeah, we're pulling the plug like right now. They didn't even there was no wind down period. There is no. Hey, December 31st, 2022, this thing's dead again. So long, everyone. Farewell tour, all that kind of stuff. It's just, nope. Pull the plug immediately. We're dead. You're gone. That sucks because they had a bunch of content creators on there, too. Yeah, they did. They had Black Okage on there, which I actually, I actually really, I'm not a, I didn't watch Black Okage growing up on YouTube or anything like that, but his content on G4 was really good. I thought him and, uh, I can't remember the other black guy's name that, they would they the, those two had really good chemistry together on screen i really felt like black okage was probably my favorite new addition to uh g4 when they came back oh so you didn't you didn't know him under his previous name uh no what's his previous name i'm not allowed to say it what? Ah. <laughs> can you can you type it and i can say uh, it, type it and have yeah someone sure else yeah. i got you i'll type, type it, it and i'll <laughs> i'll type Are it you sure. you say it? sure uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take this opportunity. I'm gonna take this opportunity for our podcast listeners. Uh, in case you didn't know, it is uh, <laughs> nonstop nut November. Uh, so I feel go comfortable ahead saying this. Bust a nut for me. I feel you know comfortable saying, saying this, bro. Wait, did you put it in the chat? I want to see his the, name. It, yeah, this was his name back then. His name was Modern War Negro. Yes. Are you what? serious? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Was that was uh, is that like Machinima days? I'm assuming. I would assume so. He was very popular back then for making like yeah. Call no, he, of Duty he's videos. been around. He's been around the game for a long time. Yeah, I know glad that. To see much. He's still going. I still watch him from time to time. Mm, so. Don't stop. Don't stop Wait, Nikki, why did you say for me to say it? Oh, I don't know. I just wanted someone to say it because Ace didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't know what <laughs> oh. it was. He just volunteered. To you. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy! Though. I didn't know that. That's fucking cool. <laughs> but yeah, man, fucking, uh, they had a lot of good person. They brought back a lot of people too. They brought back uh, Kevin Pereira, uh, Adam Sessler came back for X Play, which is yeah, the dope. OGs. Yeah, man, it sucks they couldn't get like well, Olivia Munn's off doing bigger and better things. She wants nothing to do with G Four now. She hates that place. Uh, no, she used that as the segue to what she wanted to do. Yeah, she, actually, she parlayed G Four into something big for herself, which is good for her. Uh, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. And I, I know they got they brought back like a lot of writers and production behind the scenes people that we didn't see. There better uh, not be any parlaying over here. <laughs> what <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's get wait till we get that sponsor from DraftKings. Hey yo, that's a that's a sports betting joke for you guys. It would be only me, you, or Merrick making that ad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and it's such it was so sad to see G four go again because I actually really dug a lot of the stuff they put out. Like they they did they tried to do like a new spin on Attack of the Show. They brought in a whole bunch of guests, uh, especially wrestlers, because Austin Creed was a, one of the new hosts on there, and he had his own channel when he uh, early when he started getting big in the WWE called Up Up Down Down, and he he brought a lot of wrestlers and just chatted with them and played games like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, a bunch of classics, and just you know it was just wrestlers playing video games, you know getting to know them and their personalities a little bit better. And the, and so he kind of used that uh, as like a segue into getting a lot of these guys on because they were already gamers and they were into pop culture and stuff like that. So having them on G4, a lot of those guys just fit right in. 
uh that was that was cool to see x play change it up how they did stuff like the reviews themselves were still good and in-depth but afterwards they would like have discussions with um with the cast about the game that they were reviewing and i was like dude this is fucking cool you know a lot more a lot more long form content from g4 rather than you know uh everything being condensed into you know 30 minute uh or i guess like 22 25 minute uh segments for tv Uh, they 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 actually they used a lot of their time wisely and i was glad to see them well I say I was gonna say flourishing, but I guess behind the scenes they weren't. <laughs> I guess all all wasn't well, and then of course people started to leave because their contracts were up. I know Black Okage was probably like one of the first people to leave, and it was like a big, not like a big ordeal, but it was kind of sad to see him go because I think he was probably the most well liked uh, personality uh, that whole on that whole channel, maybe other than like Kevin Pereira, but that's just because he's got longevity with g4 and attack of the show and then of course uh other other people's contracts were going up and they weren't really bringing all new people and like i said budget cuts here budget cuts there and then obviously we are where we are again and a lot of people are out of work unfortunately Casim g was on there i just remembered Casim g was on g4 that was fucking wow. nutty to me golly yeah and now he's like back on the internet <laughs> he's like streaming on twitch I, a lot now i think everything. that's the thing i think that's the main reason why g4 couldn't hold it to ground is because twitch right now is such sort of a bigger thing than than televised programs because you can see kids right now yeah they're they're just getting into long-form content through twitch because yeah. they could watch they could watch twitch for like hours upon hours compared to like flipping on a tv show where it has a set schedule and you know you're watching on on through that way where as you, you could just go on twitch and choose what you want to watch and you know I've, especially with game like gaming gaming content like gaming content is just 100 percent on twitch right now and it's just g4 i guess couldn't hold hold its audience as strong as what twitch is doing yeah and i and i think it, it goes there's like two things to that one uh they they did bring on a lot of new personalities, which I think was jarring for a lot of people because it's like, where where's Olivia Munn? Where's Morgan Webb? Where's such and such? Sarah Underwood and all these other people. Where's the G4 I knew before? And so when you brought on all these old people or uh, no, when you bring in all these new people, uh, a lot of the old G4 fans, they're like, who's Kasim G? Who's Fiona Nova and Frost and... Uh, austin creed and all these people you know they don't know these guys so it retaining an audience is going to be a little bit tougher because you got to get these guys acclimated to the audience and the shows and all that kind of stuff and a lot of people don't want to stick around for that honeymoon period or that waiting period and also g4 came back uh only as a youtube channel and a twitch channel well they started out as that they were only on twitch and youtube so they would live stream like pretty much constantly like almost every day uh, Monday through Friday, they'd have, but yeah, they would have their set schedules of like Attack of the Show on Thursday and like uh, Vibe Check on Wednesday or X Play Live on Friday, whatever, whatever the schedule was. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just it's it's a weird situation. I don't even, I wouldn't even say weird. It's it's unfortunate because it seemed like on the surface they were doing really well, and then all the you can always tell when something is awry 
when you start seeing subtle changes in the way uh, people do things. And this is this doesn't just go for G4. This goes for like any other like internet group or internet company like Rooster Teeth or uh, fucking I don't know like Cow Chop or anything like that. You know, like you can always you can always sort of tell when something's up when you start noticing small small changes on in their videos. And G4s was just kind of abrupt. There were abrupt changes, and then now they're dead again. Rest in peace. I'll miss them, because I actually really liked a lot of the stuff they were doing now, especially X-Play. X-Play now is like, was like way better than, than X-Play was back in the day. Especially with Adam Sessler coming back. Oh, oh, the Sess man. And of course, they, they brought back skits and all that kind of stuff. But... Oh, and they and they brought back. Uh, I remember one time they had like a Ninja Warrior marathon. They were just watching old Ninja Warrior episodes. Guys, Ninja Warrior was a shit back in the day, man. Fuck. I used to actually want to go over there to Japan and compete. I'm not gonna lie. This shit looks so fun, and I think the announcer is what made it for me. Because the announcer was so into it, and like everyone had a backstory uh everyone they gave everyone like a like an intro and this guy's a gas station worker this guy's a fisherman this guy's a, a substitute teacher and these are just regular, yeah a fireman these are just regular ass people that train in their backyards for this stuff well the 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 top one percent of good people yeah make it you know my but favorite like, person was still the octopus guy the octa yes the octopus <laughs> guy he would always have a a little uh what uh container Wait, the old yeah, yeah. yeah he was old and yeah, bald yeah. and skinny yeah. And yeah he would fall on the first he would always fall time. he would always fall on the first <laughs> obstacle bro but you love to see him you love to see the effort yeah the effort is what it is though i did think there was like maybe one time he got past the the first obstacle the steps and then but then he fell on the second thing yeah but i was like oh man <laughs> good on you you'll get him next time yeah. Makoto Nagano has hey. successfully won American <laughs> or non-American Ninja Warrior. Don't even get me started on American Ninja Warrior. What a ah ah! Oh, you almost ah. <laughs> yeah, Makoto Nagano. That was the man right there. He's like the most popular dude on there. His journey, his journey to winning was actually like pretty. You could make a TV show about that legitimately. I think I remember everyone's name that I used to like watch back in there was Makoto Nagano, Daisuke, Daisuke Tanaka, something like that. I remember Ka Kazuchika, or no, Kazuhika Akiyama. I think that was the, he, he, he was the guy that like demolished it on like his first try. And then he won it like one more time after that. He won it yeah. like twice and he like demolished both times he won. Like it was fucking crazy. No. he's fucking ripped i think one time he had like red shorts and he was like shirtless the whole time just like fucking ripped ass japanese dude like jesus christ dude and then the other Looking guy like fighter. Yeah, yeah yeah and then i think the other guy i know he was a gas station worker i don't remember his name but he had like long hair kind of darker skin uh but i remember the one thing about this guy he made it to the end of the course like where you have to like you have your hands and, and feet on the opposite, uh, on the yellow spider walls. wall. Yeah, the yeah, spider wall. The spider wall the spider thing. Wall. And you're crawling up. And I remember there's this one thing about him. His shoulder would become dislocated very easily. Like he could oh. be doing the most mundane things and his shoulder could just pop out of place. And it popped out of place on the last <gasps> course. 
on while really? while he was crawling up the thing and you see it he and he just uh, like he just like you know grabs his arm and it's like oh no because he was making really good time and everything but then yeah it just yeah, it was unfortunate i i think makoto became a crowd favorite nagano because he uh there was one one uh season i was watching and he he, he stuck a landing but then he he withdrew because he said I cheated and he grabbed like the outer the outer ledge of like one of the one of the grip strength things. I think I like, remember that. Yeah, it was like they they revamped the track and he was getting used to it and he was on his third like it was the third course run and he was like I touched I touched the outer the outer yeah. uh, grip and I he was I like I I don't want to continue and I was like damn that's that's some sportsmanship yeah that's honorable right there that's they're all about that stuff over there. Yeah, American Ninja Warrior could never, never. You know, if there's one, if there was one obstacle on Ninja Warrior that I think would actually trip me up, it's that freaking grip strength, uh, thing, the the wall, the hanging Where you wall. You have to like, you have to hang by your fingers. Yeah, you're telling you're telling me that the the vertical the the what is it called the inverted invert wall the warp oh the warped wall the warped wall fuck you up. That it might be that either the warped wall or the grip strength. You don't jump as much as I do. I mean, you don't jump as much as I do. You you, ju you don't jump like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. That good? Is that bad? No, it, it means you you don't launch. You what do you? Neither you and I uh, have launch of, capabilities. Is that the one speaking with the bar? And you have to like. No, that's the salmon yeah. ladder. Oh, oh you got to go. Speaking of jumping and launching, I'm gonna have to launch myself after this uh, this podcast. Gum gum rock. <laughs> Enjoy the movie. Uh, uh, All right, guys. Uh, 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 now. All right, Peace bye, out. listeners. I'm going to go head out now. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Nikki, for joining us. Thanks Love for you your say time. Back. Bye. Bye. Damn, he didn't say back. <laughs> Damn, he really didn't say it back. Oh, man. He didn't say I love you back. And you know what? That, for me, would be a deal breaker. Any relationship, oh fellas. My <laughs> God, this guy and his uh, fucking segues. Ladies and I gentlemen, I poise a question to the audience and to my fellow ramen raider mates, oh, my raiders, man. who are currently within earshot of me. What are your deal breakers, if you have any? I'm sure we all have some, big, small. It doesn't matter. We're not here to judge, but. What are some of your deal breakers, lady? Oh, you and start gentlemen. us off. Oh, well, and I start us off. Oh, I'm glad you asked, mm -hmm. Ace, because my number one deal breaker. We're starting off the list hot, because my number one deal breaker, ladies and gentlemen, is smoking cigarettes. I is that why you don't like Merrick? No, I love Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> I love Merrick because I'm not attracted to him. Yes, I am. Smoking cigarettes. Merrick, Merrick's, a, Merrick's a very beautiful human being, and I wish he wouldn't smoke cigarettes, but that's neither here nor there. That's a different conversation. But yeah, uh, like smoking cigarettes for me, like I, uh, uh, it's so, I just think it's tacky. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> I, I, put on, I put on my Midwestern accent for that. But no, I, I just, I don't know. I just think it's extremely unattractive, you know, that, that, that fucking, that, uh, got that cigarette in your mouth, got that nicotine rushing through your veins, you got 
cancer flowing through you. Like, ah, I don't want to be around that. Plus, you plus you, you just you stink all the time. And your teeth start to go bad. If you do enough of that shit, and I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not. Are we a, having like a Loki intervention for Merrick right now? No, this has nothing to do with Merrick at all. <laughs> it absolutely does. It's just the principle of the matter. But, yeah, uh, I could see that. Like the smell of it. Like you know, you don't want to like kiss someone who just smoked a cigarette. I like the cigarette smell, taste, combo. Yeah. You know, for me, like for someone who did smoke cigarettes for a little bit there. I would hate when people would be like, oh, that's so unattractive. Like, I'm not doing it to be attractive. I'm doing it because I'm stressed the F out and I need to decompress. Uh, so, like, I think now when I'm in my, like, dating phase, that's actually something I don't really consider anymore if someone smokes cigarettes or not. Mm. Um, I would personally not want, like, someone that I'm dating to be smoking cigarettes and... It's not as much of a deal breaker to me now than it used to be, which kind of makes me, I don't know. I think I used to be a real big hypocrite on it. Especially if I was like, oh, I smoke cigarettes. Like, why sh- don't I date someone who also smokes cigarettes? Um, but yeah, I think as I've gotten older, it's less of a deal breaker. That's fair. I can... And there's literally awesome the street smoking a cigarette right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, I remember I once, I think, I think the real kicker for me was... Uh, and this isn't a flex or anything, but uh, once was about to have a sex, have a sex. <laughs> Fantastic. I once was going to I was going to have sex with this chick. And right before we started uh, doing it, uh, she smoked like two cigarettes beforehand and then I started kissing her, and I tasted like all the fucking nicotine in her mouth, and I was like, "This is disgusting." That didn't stop me by any means, but I was like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> like I don't want to be around my partner, uh, you know, after before or after they do this, like it's fucking gross. And and I and to your point, Yesenia, like like you were saying, um, uh. Like we yeah, when people say, "Oh, it's unattractive." I'm not. Well, I'm not. I'm not being attractive for you. I'm doing it for me. Like I, I totally hear you on that. Uh, and, and this, this is my own personal thing. Is that I want to be attracted to my partner, mm-hmm. and if they're doing that, then that's like, I'm like, I can't, I can't look past that. You know. Yeah, I think, you know regardless of who the person is i think you're bullshitting if you say this like looks don't matter looks Mm -hmm. do matter like you go up to a person because there's something physical about them that made you intrigued Mm -hmm. maybe not the reason why you pursue maybe not the reason why you stay but the the looks is the first thing so i can definitely see that uh but my question for you dean is okay we're you know cigarettes is one thing what Mm -hmm. about vaping i i don't mind the vaping as much though there there is in my mind still a stigma attached to it um Mm -hmm. i wouldn't now would would vaping be a deal breaker uh i guess i and it's hard for me to answer that because vaping is so new and Mm -hmm. i haven't exactly had much experience around a vapor a chronic vapor uh that is uh, of the opposite sex, I should say. Um, 
So I don't I don't really know if I can answer that, though. It is a question that I think about not often, but I'm like, oh, yeah, if I don't like if I don't like cigarettes, why would I not like vaping, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I guess it's because vaping is like worse because like you're smoking like five cigarettes in one, like you know. Then you have all like the the extra nonsense of like what it does to your throat and your lungs in the more immediate sense versus like cigarettes is more long term. Like it's over time. Like vaping is like so harmful. Like immediately. I've worked with like you know I y'all know I work with teenagers and at middle schools and stuff. I would have teenagers like out sick and like hospitalized because vaping like burned their throat. Like I'm not talking about like, Oh, like that little scratch you get after you smoke, like, like second degree burns in the back of their throat for vaping. Um, and you know, it's trendy. It's popular. It's a thing. It's, it's not like, you know, they all smell good. Now they all smell like fruity pebbles and cookies and you know, whatever else. Uh, but you know, I think, I think it does more damage even though it smells really good. Yeah, vaping, uh, yeah, it's like, I guess, I guess one thing that I, as you were talking, I was like, I realized, I'm like, yeah, I think it's a little bit more acceptable now because of, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, hit people around them as hard, like, uh, like a cloud, a vape cloud doesn't smell as bad mm -hmm. as a cigarette smoke cloud, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't look as bad to have a vape in your mouth than, you know, have a, have a, a heater in your mouth you know what i mean so i don't know it's it's but like you were saying the health effects are like way worse so i don't know it's it's a weird situation i'm gonna have to think about that one actually <laughs> you gave me something to ponder <laughs> but what what about what about you uh since since we're having this back and forth what about you uh is there any deal breakers for you miss yesenia there's so many <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hell! I'm here for it. Uh, you don't have to. I've you don't have to break down picky. all of them, but yeah, I've gotten real picky over the years. Um, but also, like, I know what I deserve now, so I think that that serves me. Um, I'll talk about a recent one that just happened to me. Did I tell y'all how I gave some guy my number this this week? This no. week? No, no. Okay, so I was at work, and you know, some like dude comes and buys a beer and a little mini. Then he comes back like 30 minutes later and buys the exact same thing. And he's like, oh, I only came back because I think you're cute. And he was like, are you single? And I was like, yeah. And mind you, like, I'm at work, so I'm not, like, prepared to come up with fake answers on the spot. And he asked me for my number. I couldn't think of a fake one. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just give you my number. And he was, he was attractive. I was attracted to him. I just don't expect to be working on a Tuesday and give my number out, right? And so I was very clear. I was like, I'm very busy. So, yes, you can text me. Let me know what your number is. I'm not going to text you back immediately. My days are pretty full. So like, please don't take it personal. He literally texted me like right on the spot to let me know it was him. And I was like appreciative of that. By the time I got home that evening, I had like 30 messages from this dude. Okay. Oh but I don't God. mean like long paragraph messages, like back to back short little messages. And on top of that, he sent me like unsolicited pictures. Like he like sent me a picture of all his tattoos because he saw my tattoos. And then he like sent me a picture of him in like Mexico from his vacation recently. And I was like, did I ask for these? Did I? And then he's asking me just like all these questions. And for me, I'm really busy right now. Like I work, I have internship. Like my, 
eagerness to be on my phone is like negative 5,000%. Like, I don't want to be on my phone. I'm busy. So when I saw all those text messages, I didn't even respond. Like, it became like an automatic no for me. Like, I was very upfront, very forward. Like, I am busy. I can't always respond. But the last thing I want to do is respond to someone who texted me like a million times throughout the day. So someone that just is like too, I don't want to say too eager to text me, but just like sending those back-to-back messages like that when I've, when I've told you like I'm, I'm not available in this moment, that's a deal breaker for me. Because it just gives me anxiety and it makes me feel like I'm not meeting someone's needs. And I don't want to feel like that about myself. I don't want to feel like, I'm not doing good enough or I'm not texting back quick enough. Like if there's some type of projection projection that I'm giving of like beating myself up or making myself feel worse about it, it's enough for me. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. That's also like yeah. a huge red flag also yeah. on top of the yeah, that's uh that's a uh, behavior. Yeah, rookie yeah. moves, rookie moves, man. Yeah. And he's like older. So I was oh, very yeah, no, this, this is no, definitely no, not no, 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 definitely no, no. not acceptable if he's older. Yeah, no, yeah. we don't we don't we don't play those games. Like he's pushing forty. When he told me he was pushing forty, I was like, Oh, like Damn. you're like mature. Damn. And no. Like homie reminded me of a twenty five year old. Man, what about what about you, good old Nate? What? Oh. No, don't say what. You know what. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh deal breakers. Um, I guess if you're not straightforward with me, like, uh, like, um, I remember I was dating somebody and I would always ask like, um, like questions and she would always like, give me the runaround and I would just like, even if I tried to like really, so like specifically, um i well this is this is probably way too long of a story basically it's just it comes down to like not being good at communicating and not being straightforward with um your responses i understand that like yeah um like people may might not know what they want i totally get that and i understand that um people end up being in that position a lot and it sucks um it's just I it's I don't know it's it's really frustrating to me and I don't want to be in that position if I also like can't really fully understand that so I don't want to put myself in that position. Does I feel that make any I don't yeah no no yeah I feel that that sounds like a like a uh, like a you've grown up type of thing like an adult problem you know you don't you it's wanna, also like. Oh, go ahead, Dean. I was gonna say, like, you know, you know, you don't want your time to be wasted. You want to know what your yeah. atten- what 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 are we gonna get out of this? Like upfront, like, what are we doing here? You don't want to play the game. Mm-hmm. You don't want to play the game yeah. anymore. Tell me what what this is now. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly but, what I was gonna say. It's like self preservation. Like, you know, like we're at this age now, and the games and the runarounds, like, it's not cute anymore. No, we ain't got time oh, to be wasting. Just like be be straight up, even if it's like I don't know what I'm looking for, at least be honest about that. Like I don't yeah. know, you know. Yeah, exactly. 
That runaround yeah, shit that, is so fucking ugh. It's so annoying. When you said that, I got like triggered a little bit. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that shit is so stupid, dude. Uh, what a, come on, Ace. I see you. I see you lurking. I see you waiting. You're waiting to drop something hot. I can see it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I have a, I have a few. Um, yeah, one of them definitely is uh not being able to be uh taking an interest in each other's interests, even though you might not necessarily like it. So, like for example, mm-hmm. one thing I don't like is watching reality TV shows. But if I have a partner that really loves enjoying that shit, I'll watch that shit with you. I don't care. I just it's You'll just be more. TV with her. Uh, fuck it, I'll be. I'll, I'll in the moment. I will be just as enthusiastic as you. I can't believe she did that. I was like, me neither. Like shit like that. Like I'll do that shit for you. But if you're not even gonna make the effort to dive into what I like hmm. versus me diving actually trying to dive into what you like then that's an immediate deal breaker and that's a maturity problem because uh, a relationship. Oh, that leads to my, another thing, uh, not recognizing that, uh, we are two people in a relationship and we don't, we're not one unit. You have a life outside of being with me. You should probably maintain that as well and not mm-hmm. focus on us all the time. Cause we'll be all right. Um, yeah. cause I've gone, on a few dates with girls that I can kind of just tell that they're like really itching to like get into like a unified relationship and just like be all about each other. And that sounds cool in paper and in concept, but like, if you really think, if you really think about it for some people, if all your life is, is about that one person and not anything else that is going to be, a big bump in the road later down the line because like yeah bro i like i have enough going on (laughs) to where i can't focus on you all the time that's just how it is and i would hope that you it's the same for you because that means you're taking steps in your life to like lead a life that you don't necessarily need me in but it's just i compliment right that's the point um but the big difference recently. between like codependency and supported like, CBD. Supported. <laughs> Do you know what that is, Dean? No, I've never heard of it. It's chronic bitch dependency. <laughs> That's what that is. Chronic. I should have just said that. I don't know why I had to sugarcoat it. Chronic, but uh, bitch dependency. chronic bitch dependency. Before that applied to just men, but I feel like it should apply both uh, ways because men can be bitches. Oh, it for sure too. does. Oh yeah! So, Did you not just hear this story about uh, thirty texts? Yes. <laughs> Y'all, I gotta send you the screenshots. They're hella funny. <laughs> yeah, I need to I get, see those. This man had a whole you know monologue. He's just down bad. That's all it is. <laughs> we should do an exclusive episode of me roasting all these dudes that be trying to get at me because yeah, <sighs> should be Yesenia. Same for the Patreon. I was already ahead of you. I'm like, we need to get Yesenia on for more like relationship talks and all that kind of shit because I'm like. We could do like a whole series on that shit, and like you, uh, you reading your DMs and shit. Like, oh, I think that would be fucking money. Um, it's also a big reason why I don't ever want to be a marriage counselor or do couples therapy because I'm just I don't have patience for it. I did, 
I held one family session that ended up being a marriage counseling session. And I said, hell to the no. I'm having issues in my own relationship. You think I'm going to really help out somebody else? <laughs> yeah. yeah, who does a marriage counselor turn to when their marriage is falling apart? <laughs> Another marriage counselor? Yeah, God. right. Like, is it Jesus? God? <laughs> Divorce papers? Wine. <laughs> Wine. Oh, my God. Merrick, what's up, bro? What's... What's a deal breaker for you? One, two, three, four. How many you got? All of them? Lay it Are you on the me. only one in here that's in a relationship? Uh, I. You might, yeah. Looking around, looking around the room. Oh, this will be interesting. I don't have any. No, I no. think. Hold on, let me think. I because I've been thinking this whole time, and like I'm like, no annoying habits. Eh, but, 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 but because no. look, okay, look, all right, like I. I know, maybe, I don't know. I don't, don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if it's not true or not. But, uh, you know, I I always come at everything from an angle of, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the scummiest person you'll ever meet. So it's like, who am I? What, is, what does Bobby always say? Bobby always says, oh, that, that quote from the Bible, thou, thou, only thou without sin can cast the first stone. So it's like, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't think I don't think I have any. What if she or does least... meth? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna let that shit slide? I'm no, not. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about uh your relationship right now. Yeah. No, I let it Let's slide say... once. So okay, no, so no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was about to say, I think, no, but I, I think there's a big difference. Like we're not talking about like we are like placing judgment on others. I think when we talk about, I mean, the way that I think about deal breakers is like boundaries that boundaries. I set for myself yeah. about what I want it's, a partner. Yeah. To, like, okay, well, I think it goes back to this idea of like, there's people who date for this fantasy of who they think their partner could uh, be, and right. then there's people who date for the person that truly exists in front of them. Right. And when it comes to deal breakers, I think that's like being very realistic about like, Oh, I, I don't think I can like be okay with this. Like, I don't think I can get past this boundary or be flexible with this boundary. I, I guess that's, I guess that's where it all starts is because it's not that I, I don't have boundaries. It's that I, I, I don't know if my imagination is running like it's they have no imagination anymore or anything, but it's like, I, I, I can't think of anything until the, it gets to that situation. It's like, I, I guess communication would be it. It's like, I, I won't know what is a two break until we get there. And so I don't know, be prepared for me to put that there. I you know, know what your deal breaker is. What is it? Ratatouille? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, go ahead. Like Ratatouille. I'll, I will. Bumblebee. He'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> oh man. What if they say they hate Gurren? Ava. It's fine. Everyone okay. is allowed to like what they like. Everyone mm -hmm. is allowed to. Yeah, to, that's to right. Be civil. Enjoy. <laughs> I have one. It's like, it's like a two piece because I feel like a hypocrite, but also my experience. So I hang out with y'all. I, you know. Y'all know Kevin's also like one of my best friends that I hang out with all the time. But majority of the people that I hang out with are males. Like they identify as males. 
However, a deal breaker for me is if a guy has a girl best friend, I'm like, no. But also because historically I've dated guys with girls best friends that they've been like in love with, in love with since like fucking kindergarten, um, like they fuck or like have sex with, sorry, excuse my language, uh, had like a secret we, thing for. That's all over the place. Uh, but there's always like this deeper underlying message in that relationship. It's not platonic. And I feel like a hypocrite when I say that because like, I have y'all, I have Kevin, but it's also a situation where like, I mean, maybe not you Dean, but like the way that I've described it one time is like, if I showed up like drunk and like naked at one of y'all's house, you'd be like, what the fuck is Anya? Like you would like clothe me, you would put me to sleep. You know what I mean? Like I know for a fact I can trust you a hundred percent. Right. I'd make you sleep in the car. No, but like there's there's no malattentions because i know y'all y'all know me type of thing and i know sometimes i've dated guys who's like no you hang out with too many guys like that's a deal breaker and so i'm like like have y'all met my friends yet you know what i mean but i think that way like i have that like bias Mm. when it comes to guys that i'm seeing like if they have a girl best friend i'm like "Mm, yeah probably fuck somehow some way or you've probably been in love with her which is probably my own insecurity too but uh, yeah, that's like a new deal breaker for me nowadays. Hmm. I, I mean, it might just also be a difference of perspective too, because, I mean, because uh, it's like what I, yeah, no, I, I feel no, I think I can go both ways, honestly, because yeah, if, if, it, yeah, it, that whole like underlying, uh, message that you were talking about, I think that's like. That may just be an insecurity. I think it's an insecurity we all have. If our partner is hanging out with, like, if my girlfriend was hanging out, hanging out with a bunch of dudes, that sure I may know, you know, I hang out, I hang out with them, you know, in group settings and all that stuff. But and and I'm a guy, you know, we in 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 we've all hung out in groups, you know, just us dudes going to the mall or going out wherever and we see a group of dudes we see another group of dudes that have like two girls in the group and we're like we all look at each other and we're all like someone's someone's trying to get in get in at least one of those guys we know that like it happens you know like it's just it's just insecurities we all have but i mean uh, i don't know for me i don't know if that'd be a deal breaker i mean obviously i know this is it's about you but like damn that's like that's a tough one though it really is a tough one to like wrap your head around and maybe not accept or try to accept, but, but it's a, it's, it's a big hurdle. It's a big hurdle to get over. Yeah. Yeah. I think hard drugs would also be a deal breaker for me. That shit's uh, not okay. Like I've been around cocaine and all that shit. And I'm like, Oh, this is uh as have this, I, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Dating someone with an addiction is very rough especially when you don't know about it and it's like hidden because then you're just like oh like what's up their ass or like why are they acting a certain way and then you find out and it's uh it's very like tough to navigate why is there it's so also one of those things pokemon that is cards. like pokemon cards if that was your addiction then <laughs> The, if that's the worst it's gonna get then i'm all right we're good man. yeah right like if your, addiction, go. if your addiction we're is good trading to go, cards man. i think we'll be okay <laughs> we'll be just fine yeah it can be rough there's so many pokemon cards everywhere 
it's not a box of there. You know, there, it's there, actually there, kind there, of funny there. because uh, I don't think he'll ever listen to this, so I think it'll be fine. But uh, my brother is very much in this phase of like healing his inner child. And so he kind of gets in trouble from time to time because he always gets new packages and his fiance is always like, what the fuck did you order this time? And it's like nine times out of 10, it's Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Just like, a oh, hell of Yu-Gi-Oh it's, cards. It's like all of us in here right now. Like, and it's funny because I'm like, you know, he'll tell me like, oh, like, you know, I spent like a hundred something dollars on a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I'm like, what? Like, why are you spending so much money? But then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you could be doing other things. And so if this is the worst it gets, then I'm happy that your inner child is healing and getting the things that we couldn't afford when we were younger. Uh, but it, it's always funny because he's like, yeah, for this package or something like that. It's just funny. I think, uh, I think my second deal breaker, and <laughs> this may sound weird, but... Uh, <laughs> And this also just speaks to a larger demographic also, but uh if you're a furry. Yeah, no, we ain't, we ain't doing that. <laughs> we ain't doing that over here. Like No tails for you? No, no tail. None of that. I won't even befriend a furry. I, I know, so you that's that's cap. Why, what's that? Who's, you're friends with one. Who? I can't say her I can't say her name. Ty- type the name. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, just type or just message me the name. Actually, no. I'm not even gonna know if you don't know to get to know your friends well. I'm not gonna tell you. Is it no. someone that I know like <laughs> well? Guys, can we not fight on the pod right now? <laughs> no, because because look, I'm just saying, like you know, like I. Dean, how did you not know I was a furry? He'll <laughs> <laughs> double down on it too. That's the funny thing. No, if they if they want to let themselves be known, they'll let themselves be known. You know, it's not my business to tell you. You find out. You go go meet your friends. I don't know what the fuck. What do you want me to do? It's Merrick. Merrick's a furry, y'all. Is the person here now? No. Okay, then. Then we're moving on. Yeah, they <laughs> they will tell you though. They will. They I I guarantee you. No, maybe they won't. Maybe the, yeah. Know, maybe and it's, it's, and it's like if they don't, them. then like we're just back at square one again. But that I but, just uh, don't like fur. I don't like furries though. I, I okay. Hold on. Hey, if you if you give him shit, I just I I want to be there. Can I be there? It's it's your it's up to you. You don't have to. But when you come <laughs> from, because I think you might, let me know. <laughs> Are you gonna like clip this section and send it to him and then? No, they're gonna know. They're just gonna know. They they already listened to the pot. All right. Hey. Oh, perfect. That's cool. I then, also uh, would like to be there because anytime Dean gets yelled at, it's just amazing <laughs> yeah actually we should bring them on the pod fuck it <laughs> oh Special bring them EP? on the pod yeah bring them on the pod let's fucking go you want to do it right now no they're 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 not they're busy oh, okay well then i guess that ends that furry hater gets destroyed gone wrong <laughs> <laughs> what is this like a like a furist first first a racist <laughs> sky high sky, sky, sky high is racist that's a deal breaker sky high is racist you know, watch sky high with me we're done okay uh, I can just, i can i, I suggest something before i know we're a little pressed for time but just maybe one more thing before we head out what's nope. that on this topic let's lighten the mood a little bit what's a deal maker a deal maker mm-hmm. uh i think uh going back to what you said earlier ace has to like me. 
<laughs> likes me. You're likes really, likes me. Good luck with that one. I think it goes back to what you said earlier, Ace, about taking an interest in uh, yeah. the other partner's uh, interests, even if you're not mm-hmm. necessarily into them. Uh, I think that 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 to me personally is probably my number one deal maker because yeah getting to getting to know someone on a on kind of like a deeper level and like what they're into and how they got into stuff and all that kind of stuff like i i cherish that like those sort of moments and shit like that Mm -hmm. it's funny that you say that because uh we talk about like whenever you get into like relationships a lot and that's always the common denominator whenever you talk about that kind of stuff with me yeah because like those are those are those are like the bonding moments you know mm-hmm. so you know watch them like you gave the example like reality tv shows or you know i can sit someone down and watch one punch man if they've never seen anime or anything like that you know shit like that i would say that one's this is easier to talk about because there's so many things you could talk about but like yeah, but everyone know. has their everyone has something that like sticks out where like it strikes a chord with you. Like, okay, this person's actually pretty dope. I think I just like I just like people, dude. Like, I don't know what to, I, ah fuck. There's such so many like because you can talk about cooking, you can talk about food, like going out to eat, making food, making food together, things like that. You talk about like music. Music is wild. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. This one sounds more fun to talk about because, like, if you talk about deal breakers, it's like, oh, you're remembering all your toxic relationships of the past, <laughs> all the old flames. Oh. <laughs> it's so, it's so, I don't know, man. You, you need us to come back to you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back to I you. Mean, you, you, you I saw you like. Yesenia, I saw you light up like a Christmas tree when I said deal makers. So, what's on your mind? Uh, I think uh, <laughs> without getting cheesy, uh, someone that can make me feel like me, like, and I guess I'm like thinking about like specific people I've met along the way, but like the guy I'm kind of seeing, dating, whatever we are doing, or my situationship, uh. Like every time I hang out with him, I'm just laughing and like, I don't feel like I got to be someone I'm not. I don't feel mm. like I have to mm. be, you know, in a certain mood or show up a certain way. Like I can just be me and like, we just laugh and it's like so new to me and it's so rich and it's like a familiar feeling, but it, it reminds me that like, that's what I want in someone is like, Someone that can make me feel me. I don't have to pretend to be hood. I don't have to pretend to be smart. I don't have to pretend to be whitewashed. I don't have to pretend to be more Mexican than I am. Like, I can just show up as myself and not have any, like, guards up. And that's hard for me to do with people just in general. Like, obviously, I have a very, like, tight-knit circle of friends. And, like, because y'all make me feel that way. You know what I mean? So to find it in someone in a romantic way, like, oh, chef's kiss. All right. Who else? Who else we got to get to? Nathan? Hmm? What's the deal maker for you? 2D. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. I love you. No, no, relax, you, relax, 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 relax. Uh, I don't know, man. Honestly, 
I don't I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, obviously the things that you guys have said, that's like, that's, there's no question about it. But like, any aside from that, I'm not entirely sure. Go on. You're, no, you no, I want to let you finish. I want to let you finish. No, no, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, okay, so I, I think it clicked with me why these topics are really hard for me. Um, and for those of you who know, my history uh if you actually pay attention to it um there is no like real kind of like pattern and i think it's really hard for me to kind of really think about the subject it's because i never know what the next i never know what the future is i never understand what the future holds and i'm so open to anything that nothing scares me does that make sense Hmm. and so it's like well this is an option this is an option but it's also like how what are the odds that that's going to happen because you know when i when i went into one moved on to the other polar opposites i I was like oh I, i you could you could you could ask me back then and i'd be like oh this is my idea of what i want next or what i think is going to happen next or what what's the deal breaker what's a, a deal maker but like you look at right after and you're like that's not even what are you doing like what hey yo come on where's the freaking <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's just whatever it's like i don't know is that everybody yeah what about you mr impressive okay um i was just mine's really simple um it's just <laughs> managing how often you are on your phone and social media uh because let's be honest here like it's really hard to just not be on your phone nowadays um mm-hmm. but for me personally i've i've held myself to like a a limit on how much i'm on my phone every week uh so for the most part um i'm only really on my phone to talk to people or listen to my music i only check uh, the news or whatever or my feeds every so often and I have personally benefited from not being on my phone so often uh, I'm less tired um, just my outlook has changed and I feel like if I meet someone like that that's like an instant like interest in that person because uh, they're not living on their phone mm. so it's funny what? you say that because I got I got triggered again what you mean? Because <laughs> um, when you said limit how much you're on your phone uh, and stuff, uh, I told you guys about the girl I dated in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Another uh, fold in that story or in that relationship was she was like constantly on her phone, even when we would like be going out on dates and stuff maybe maybe less so on dates but if we were just like hanging out at her place or whatever she would always be on tiktok or scrolling through instagram Mm -hmm. and i think that's where my hatred for tiktok grew because she only she only liked uh a certain uh style of tiktoks and it's it'd be the kinds where they just play the same song doing like the same dance or whatever or it'd be like some some I shouldn't even say comedian. It's just some dude making some funny remark 
in his car like uh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but so and so and so, I'm gone, like some shit like that, and it'd be that type of video over and over and over again, and I'm like, what is this? How do you find any entertainment value in these fucking clips? And I think that's why I hate TikTok so much. Because well, TikTok first... is an app of trends. So... No, I know, I yeah. know that, and so I think that's that's where my hatred for that app grew because my first exposure to it was. Uh, I guess you could that say that girl. <laughs> yeah, it was that, and it was kind of I don't I don't know. Traumatizing isn't the right word because that makes it sound it's more blown out of proportion. But it wasn't. It was very negative. My yeah, first exposure. Yeah, very to negative app. association. Yeah. So anytime I see uh, trending TikTok challenges and dances and songs and all this kind of shit, I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Although, like, I know TikTok kind of like runs the world now, but like. I don't know. This shit's fucking whack to me. Fucking Ooh, being a, the world. Uh, Girl. It sucks though, because like it's really hard for some people to put their shit down. It really, yeah, just, and it like oh. kind of just live in the moment. And I know? didn't even, I didn't even mention the other side to that story. Uh, I remember there was one time we went out, uh, and she got mad at me because I was on my phone for like a little bit, and then when we got back to her place, she was like, "Yeah, you should really not be on your phone as much." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was I don't know. I was the audacity, audacity, bro. I was the audacity. I was like, I wasn't gonna say that one. I didn't want to no. say it. I was like, I didn't want to make it around race. Fucked up. You're on. You're scrolling through TikTok every thirty seconds and Instagram, and I mean, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm on my phone for like thirty seconds just to, you know, scroll, uh, check my messages and my email and see if I miss anything <sighs> from being out here. And like, I'm the bad guy now. Like, whatever. Anyway, it's not. This isn't about me. But you like, know? yes. I feel like I'm guilty of that because over the years I've learned to cope with my awkwardness in situations by being on my phone, like pretending to be on my phone. So I would pretend to text someone when I would be like walking home. So I wouldn't notice people staring at me from their cars when I would walk home. And then it was like, oh, I'm in the situation that I'm feeling awkward in. I'm going to go on my phone. And then I'm in like awkward car rides and like, I'm going to be on my phone. And like, I remember I, I dated someone and yeah, you know, like it was when I, this is when I first started hanging out with y'all and the guy that I was dating at the time, he like, we were on a trip to like, we would go to the beaches like every weekend and he like grabbed my phone and he like threw it in the back seat. He's like, you're always on your phone. I was like, cause I feel awkward and I don't know what to talk about. And I just fill that space and void with my phone. And like, yeah, it's something that I need to unlearn and like just name that awkwardness mm-hmm. instead of being on my phone because I'm realizing like, it is rude, and it it portrays oh, that no. I don't want to be with that person. Oh no, like I was that. talking about him throwing your phone. Did he <laughs> oh, it wasn't that? like dramatic. It was oh, okay. playful, like like get on. Oh, okay. Thing. And, you know, we talked about it for sure. I was so thrown back by it. I was like, okay, yeah, but it was, it was also like, yeah, we had to address it because I felt like I was being rude. But once I explained the situation, like it was more understandable, and so we came up mm. with a compromise of like you know, let's talk for the first like half hour of the drive and then you can be on your phone for a half hour and then we'll come back for half hour. Because, mm. you know, we'd take like trips all the way up to freaking like Point like Point Reyes or like all the way up north mm. to, uh, what is that, the Glass Beach or whatever? Oh, or like beach. down south to like Pacifica, you know, whatever. So just depends on how long the drive was. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things where you're not in the moment, so. Yeah, it's easy. it's mm. an easy coping mechanism. But yeah. also kind of, like you said, kind of like rude at the same time. But it's like, you know, you have nothing else, you know. You can't be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go look at this flower on the ground. 
or whatever <laughs> you know you have your phone yeah. in your pocket you can just like yeah. endlessly scroll through yeah. memes or whatever you know what i mean i don't know i, yeah. I kind of like yeah. doing that shit yeah you can look at the world i like watch i like people watching yeah i, I feel like i'm just old just from saying that <laughs> no, no no i get you 100 percent because like there's a lot of things that i realize that i miss like on my walks to like the store or things like that like when i drive like i i walked i walked to the store a couple of days ago and uh I was just kind of looking around and I was like, I didn't know there was a whole ass street with like other shit down this way. And I was like, I didn't even know that exists because I drive by it all the time. I didn't know it was there, you know? And so I walked around there, saw, found like a couple of jewelry shops, like mm. uh, ceramic shops and things like that. I was like, okay, there's hella shit down here. You know, like, oh, there's a whole ass bar down that road. I didn't even know it was there. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, you just. I'm getting triggered a lot in this in this episode. What the fuck? It triggered a memory, though. It, this, is, this isn't uh, this isn't negative memory. You more of just like unlocked a memory, I should say, uh, of this video I saw maybe like five or six years ago. Uh, I, I don't I don't even know how I came across it. I think it came across my YouTube feed one day, and I just sort of watched it. And it's like how you said you miss a lot of things on your walks when you're when you're not paying attention or you're on your phone looking down at something. It was a video about uh, a man and a lady, uh, and this dude was just narrating over the video. He was, he said, uh, he was just walking down the street, met a girl or met a woman. You know, they date, get married, die, all that kind of stuff. And and at the end of the video, he's like, "Oh, I never would have had this experience if I was looking at my phone." And then they like completely walk by each other, and never notice each other ever. Uh. And so because of like that one small change in like your it's like a you know, a video about like stop being on your phones and look up when you're like going places and be more aware of your surroundings and all that kind of stuff. Cause you never know what like like you were saying, now you know this street has shops and jewelry stores and bars and all that kind of stuff. And you never knew it before. And that's kinda like what the premise of that video was. It's just like, you know, kinda, you know, be more aware of your surroundings. You never know what you could find out there. It was actually kind of. It was actually like a really well-made video and everything. It had like really good production value and all that stuff. I don't know why that video stuck with me for so many years. I think it's just because it was so weird when I came across it. I'm like, this normally is a pop up in my feed. Were you like one of those people that was always on their phones and you're like, ugh, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this isn't Call of Duty. This isn't a Call of Duty montage (laughs) reactions or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was all. Just unlocking uh, a lot of memories in this episode. Fuck, bro. I'm sorry. Nah, it's all good. I like it. Hey, real quick. Speaking of unlocked memories, actually, this isn't even a memory of mine. Hey, Senya. Yeah. Can, so, uh, you posted a picture the other day on Facebook. I think it was Facebook. Mm-hmm. Is it Facebook or Instagram? Can, Can I, I talk? About- yeah, it's an old yeah. picture of you. Can I talk about it? Yes. Y'all, did you see those pictures? No, no, but I'm gonna look right now. <laughs> Have you ever seen Yesenia with bangs? It's wild, <laughs> bro. It is wild. I think she has shown me a pic. Yeah. I oh. think that was when I had. I was looking. I was doing that like that more like hipster emo girl look. I was yeah. trying so hard, like that typical Tumblr girl look. Yeah, like, you had the bob ooh, in the back. You had the bob in the back. God. Wait, where the is elevated, the, bob, the elevated the, the bump? Face, yeah. The yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Where are you? 
Ooh. I thought I was so cute, y'all. Like, I thought I was killing it. Hey, no one said you were. What's my name oh. again? You look like I also went to high school with a bunch of like. Wait, can I see the can you show the pic? Kids, so they were not down for an emo Latina. Oh my god, look at this Green Day fan. <laughs> <laughs> but she's about to be front row at Paramore. <laughs> okay, first of all, hell yeah. Paramore was my shit. And they're coming by San Francisco in July next year. I'm down. Uh, yeah. My brother was going through his gangster phase, and I was going through my email phase. That's 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 a topic. That's a topic. I'd love for, to know the dynamic in that household. That's yeah. that's a topic for another episode. Unraveling all of Yesenia's trauma. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no, that no, was a traumatic phase. No. I mean, there's no way that's traumatic. I mean, I mean, My all of our emo phase started because of trauma. I mean, wow. all of our, all of our. I meant the phase itself. Up. No, it was great. <laughs> but everyone just got really quiet for me. We can. We, oh, I know why. I know why. I know why. Everyone, we can talk about everyone's phases growing up if we all had any. Ooh, yeah. All right, Ooh, here yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it in the yeah. idea board. All right. Oh my that, god. So right. my chola phase, my emo phase, my like wannabe middle class white girl phase, my uh, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> the world phase, your Filipino phase, and <laughs> and uh, when you're hanging out with us for the first time. Y'all never remember that I grew up with a Filipino step family. Like my stepmom growing up was Fili- er, she is Filipino. My little brother's mom, she's Filipino. Yeah, but we just, you know, you just kind of blended with the Filipinas where we were. True. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're being joined by Mr. Carl. Woo! What? Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Carl. Mr. Hihuhuhu himself. <laughs> oh my god. If he's, if he's here. Hey, I'm blocking the intersection. Love that. He might be muted, my guy. Unless he's just listening. Oh, this is getting hey, Carl. really... <laughs> hey, Carl. Hey, hey Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. I can't stop looking at his profile pic, bro. Those those glasses are something. Oh, those glasses are fire. <laughs> yeah, man. Those, man. <laughs> No, you remember you. that meme of SpongeBob looking outside his house with the shades on? The pink shades on? Pink shades. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of. I'll give it one more chance. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Carl. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, what's up? Hey, there he is. All right. I got, hey. I got very important questions to ask you. Pokemon is a JRPG, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, what? Lightning what, round. What is what is a deal breaker? <laughs> what is a deal breaker for you in a relationship? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, mom, mom, mom. oh, when she's picky about food. Awesome. I, lo- I love it. What is a deal maker for you in a relationship? Just, just say my one. Oh, uh, she's down, one. down girl. Oh, <laughs> down girl. Okay. Okay. She's just. You know, know what she mean, She's just like saying yes to everything. Uh, mm. Yeah, you know, she's she's down to anything. Baby, like, are you down, 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 down? Oh my god. <laughs> and any thoughts on uh, mini clip and or G4 shutting down? 
Oh, I knew it was gonna shut down again. That shit was black. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. Hot takes from twitch.tv slash Carl G. And That's with- not it at all. Is it not? <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash ZKidG. Damn, that's crazy, dog. (laughs) Thank you, Merrick, for the save. Much appreciated. (laughs) And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 14. I don't get paid enough for this. 15. 15. What did I say? say? 14. I said 14. 14. 14. Are you serious? Damn, I'm sorry. I meant meant 15. We got to try again. We got to start over. Yeah, let's take two. (laughs) That's been it for episode 15 of Simmering. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us. If you've made it this far, we appreciate you again. As Merrick said at the top of the episode, thanks to all of our listeners for making it this far with us. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, Bye. stay, Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the Patreon soon. Maybe. I don't know. Bye.